Uplifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 119, Fulfillment versus Achievement. And a little bit of both is what we're going to be talking about today. So, a little backstory first. I decided to take all social media apps off of my phone. And there is a podcast episode brewing about this subject, but we wanted to give it a little longer to brew. A little more data. A little more data is what we're trying to accumulate. So I had to tell you that story so I could tell you this story that essentially, and yes, that's from Captain Underpants, not going to lie, as the kids say these days, um, because I don't have those social media apps on my phone, I'm finding myself rather perplexed bamboozled, <laughs> bored. <laughs> and figure out how to fill your time in. In a good way though. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I can't wait to talk about this on another show. But basically because I don't have those apps on my phone, I'm used to having stimulus from my phone. And so I'm still kind of picking it up. Now there's another way around this. You could um, not use a smartphone or hide your phone, but I was just going to do a little experiment of it's the social media apps that are so addicting to me. I'm someone who really thrives on stimulus and a lot of tabs open and a lot going on. That's kind of my preference. And so being able to click over to all these different sites and get all the stimulus has been um, what I'm used to. And so now that I don't have those, but I still do have my phone, I do find that um, interesting things are happening. One of them being that I clicked over to my own old blog and I was like, well, Something over here will probably be interesting and stimulate me. And uh, I scrolled upon a post from four years ago. Now, over on my personal blog, that was where I was growing my coaching practice and sharing insights from a mindset perspective. It was before I started Lifted, before uh, I was really talking about gut health and probiotics and that sort of thing. And also, you had the opportunity to purchase sylviahall.com which we, we started migrating all of your stuff to that, or, or at least connected that link or that domain name to your um, previous site. So that's kind of why we were digging around in there to begin with. Yes. Well, it was kind of this little backstory again, that basically back in August, when I had my birthday, I purchased a very big birthday gift for myself. I was able to buy sylviahall.com, which is really cool. If you have a unique name. You don't know how cool it is to be able to have your name be your domain. So I had for seven, eight, nine, ten years owned sylvia-hall.com. Mm-hmm. And as it were, sylvia-hall is not my name. <laughs> Dash is definitely not my middle name. And so sylvia-hall always felt a little off-brand, mm-hmm. as the kids say also. Yep. They say, I'm not going to lie, da 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 And they also call a lot of things off-brand mm-hmm. these days. <laughs> it's... So anyway, sylvia-hall.com felt like the off-brand site. And I was like, this can't be the off-brand. Now, mind you, I don't even have much going on over there on my personal site. A lot of my attention has been given to Lifted. But I do have this burning side passion project that's kind of uh, building in me. And so I do feel like getting that ready is key. So I'm bored because I don't have social media on my phone. I'm used to being stimulated by the internet in my phone. And so I was over on my blog, just scrolling and I found an old blog that I was like, Oh my gosh, this lady knew what was up. Thank you, Sylvia. Four years ago, I sent it to you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Had you give it a read because I felt like more than anybody you needed to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting how um, relevant it was to 
today's time. Yes. It's also interesting that we're still kind of talking about the same kind of stuff. I mean, but it was still fitting and relevant now, even mm-hmm. though it was four years ago. So I'm going to share a little bit from the blog and then we can dive into it. I had written, Tony Robbins was interviewed by Tim Ferriss recently and he was talking about achievement versus fulfillment. He said, achievement is a science. There's an equation you can follow to create certain results. And yet fulfillment, he said, is an art. That means it's personal. It's individual. It's exclusively yours to decide. When I, when I first read that, to me, both words were, meant the same thing. Achievement and fulfillment? Yeah, I was like, they're talking about the same thing. And then mm-hmm. as, as you read on, you're like, maybe not so much. I feel like it's so accurate to say that achievement is a science. We've said again and again, success leaves clues. We followed a formula in order to create our business. We used the insights and advice of various mentors. We paid them money because they had experiences we didn't have. We followed their steps. It was a a science. There were the next step and then the Mm -hmm. next step and the next. And yet fulfillment, nobody can feel fulfillment for you. Mm -hmm. No one can create it for you. If you follow steps for someone else's fulfillment, you probably won't get to your own fulfillment. So it very much is an art. It's not something that you can just follow someone else's steps. You have to create it yourself and decide on what is fulfillment to you. And so I do think there are two sides of the same coin. Like one can lead to the other. Yeah. Don't you think though you do the achievement to get the fulfillment? Well, that's what you think. Or that's what you think. You would think <laughs> when I get these achievements, then I'll feel or fulfilled feel fulfilled or I will fulfill what I was trying to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we're saying it's probably the other way. Mm-hmm. What we're saying to, I think what I'm saying is that you can achieve all day long and stay locked into that zone of the science of the next step and the next step. But if you don't prioritize fulfillment or get clear on what fulfillment means to you, you will spend your whole life just chasing this illusion of more success equals more happiness or more fulfillment. And it just isn't that way. Mm-hmm. It's not that way at all, in fact. And we've experienced that because we are in our business growing, hitting new milestones, uh, setting new goals, leaning into the belief that we're going to create them. And yet also simultaneously noticing that that alone does not create a feeling of joy or fulfillment. Um, exactly. Uh, I think we shared in the last podcast that um, our, our um, Facebook ad account had been turned off and we pivoted and we we took a different um, approach. I found myself getting in that achievement mode, like go, 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 let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And I think a week of that, I almost felt like a burnout sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we were talking that you need that fulfillment piece. Because mm-hmm. if, fulf- if you don't feel fulfillment, then... I feel like you struggle to say that word fulfillment. Is that yeah, possible? You're- it's very hard for me to say for some reason. <laughs> I have to like fulfillment. <laughs> I did teasing you. Oh shoot. <laughs> You're making a funny face. I'm trying to think why it's so hard for me to say. <laughs> it's okay. What was all those word that was hard for her to say? It's hard for me to say too. It's also an ocean. It's also a very specific pr- precise <laughs> thing. Not the Pacific Ocean. Specific. specific. Okay. Anyway. Um, e- anyway. I could see how that was very pertinent to me that I wasn't focusing on the fulfillment of what I wanted. I was focusing on the how, the now, the achievements, what I got to do, got that one done, soon next one, next one. And it is infinite. You will keep finding more and more and more things yeah, to achieve. Yeah, I hit achieve. this goal, but I'm not at that goal. But if you're not focusing on 
what you want, the fulfillment of it, how you want to feel, it will, you'll get burned out pretty and easily. Lean, I think it's in leaning into feeling it ahead of time, feeling it now, feeling that not when I achieve this, then I'll do blank. Mm-hmm. But instead, because I'm working towards this goal, I'm so proud of myself for putting myself out there and for going for this thing, I'm going to celebrate this success. I so, feel, so let the achievements be the byproduct of the fulfillment. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Or even practice each one, knowing that achievement is a science and it's a beautiful one. And fulfillment is an art and it's also a beautiful one. And to be able to fully let in the feeling of fulfillment is something that you might need to practice. Mm-hmm. I think that just to believe, well, because I'm achieving all these things, then I'll feel good and feel fulfillment. That's a lie. That's an illusion. Instead, our mind will continue to find problems, continue to find reasons why we can't relax or let our guard down and be happy now. So, so I can see like the, the harmony of the two of those, how you can deal with an infinite abundant universe. If you have both of those, cause they kind of support each other. But if you try to jump on one or the other, it can feel um, overwhelming. Well, let's take a look at, because we've been lopsided with achievement Mm -hmm. and going after our goals and not leaning into as much relaxed, beautiful enjoyment of our, of our accomplishments and Mm -hmm. leaning into the fulfillment. Let's flip the coin and take a look at what would it mean or be, or what could be a problem with only practicing the art of fulfillment and failing to achieve anything. (laughs) It's it's kind of the inspired action approach. It's like you've lean into the feeling you have the feeling and then you start getting these impulses of things to do but you don't do them yeah then you're it's it's all talk or it's all i don't know i just was trying to think is that a problem if you say i trust that achievement will come Hmm. it almost feels like that law of attraction yeah but i won't take any action Mm -hmm. then it's like you got to take the action to get the results Mm -hmm. but like we say it's usually inspired action Mm -hmm. and it's alignment before action Mm mm-hmm uh, but yeah, just one without the other, it really does. It's maybe inefficient. Yeah. I mean, it's something you can't be done. I think we were, we were kind of discussing that last night at dinner that there's probably a million, there is a million ways to do something. Maybe the most efficient though is to being aligned and attracting what you need and, and doing it in the, maybe in a straight line path versus a long drawn out way of struggling to get something done. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about that idea too of, if you're powering through to get something and you're mm-hmm. forcing the end result, is it really that satisfying to achieve it? Yeah. It's almost like, and I use this analogy, if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend that stays with you because you pressured them into it or said <laughs> like, you have to stay, I need you. Guilt them into it. Really. Guilt them. It's like yeah. the bird you're squeezing in your hand. It's like the bird loves me. It wants to stay, mm-hmm. but it, you know, you really you don't know because you're mm-hmm. holding the bird very tightly in your hand. Wouldn't it be much better if the bird stayed on its own accord? Accord. Thank you. Wouldn't it be better if the boyfriend or girlfriend simply wanted to be around you because mm-hmm. they enjoyed your company and the same was true for you with them. And the same is true, I think, with what we were getting around to with our business is that sure you could fight your way through it. You can claw your way into your next goal or your next achievement, but is that really the way you want it to be done? And the process is just as important as the product that you're creating. And so I think that's where this achievement and fulfillment comes in. If they're in a beautiful flow and harmony of creating something and then basking in the glow of the appreciation and the enjoyment of that process, Mm -hmm. then it creates more of that flow mm-hmm. versus constantly scraping on the achievement side or constantly basking on the fulfillment side. 
um, the instead the flow of and the combination of both of those is a beautiful thing that we're aspiring I think to yeah yeah I feel like the combination makes it sustainable it makes it where you can continue to do this for long periods of time and not get burned out so I'm gonna take a quick break mm-hmm. to thank our sponsor for this show but when we come back um, remind me to talk about that four year ago me okay all right so this week's episode is brought to you by mood boosting probiotic it is the original formula that we created with nine feel good types of probiotic bacteria plus the prebiotic gos and this review highlighting um, their love for this probiotic is one that says no more night terrors so i thought that was interesting a reviewer said my family and i absolutely love this product we have a subscription and it comes every month so i don't have to worry about running out we use these for a variety of mental health issues but one of the biggest differences i saw this product was no more night terrors for my 15 year old daughter at one point she couldn't even take a nap without waking up crying as a parent i had no idea what to do and just thought she'd always have to deal with them she started taking these and hasn't complained much of maybe a nightmare here and there but nothing like before I have no idea why it would work that way, but it does. So we buy it. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting because we do talk about on our blog over at liftednaturals.com on the power of gut health for sleep health and the connection between the two. So mm-hmm. I'm not incredibly surprised because it all kind of goes together. It kind of links with the rest and digest. If your body's working while you're sleeping, that's not a good thing. Yeah. And if you have that good bacteria in there that balances everything out, it it really does produce a variety of those feel-good neurotransmitters, which change mm-hmm. how you sleep, how you feel, and beyond. Mm-hmm. So thank you to that reviewer. We absolutely um, do appreciate the time you take to share about why you love products. Back to the show. You're going to introduce us to your four-year-ago self. self. <laughs> Not your four-year-old self, your four-year-ago. So uh, on reflecting from reading the blog, I was like, this lady was pumped. <laughs> get her on the show she was so excited she was inspired she had so many good insights and she was she seemed very jazzed up and i was also reflecting that that four year ago self had yet to create her dream come true business had yet to retire her husband Mm -hmm. or help him to get his tesla or really create any solid results Mm -hmm. she was still just living on a prayer (laughs) leaning into the feeling trusting that she had something really great to offer And I was thinking about if four year ago self like met me now, she would be like, you did it. You really did it. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I just like that feeling of that was so cool. And I also had kind of been in a little bit of a slump. We had a really nasty customer hand our ass Mm -hmm. over to us this week. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. I was like, if anyone asks why, I would ever sell lifted. You can just point them back to this customer, this one one year ago, about once a year. So I'll, I'll tell you a lesson that I learned from that because okay. somehow I ended up dealing with this person. Yes, you did. Usually you handle the um, customer support, but for whatever reason, I'm like, I got this. Well, we have someone who handles customer support, but the next level gets passed to me usually. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a situation where it would have been passed to you, but I'm like, I got this. And I thought, you know, I know where this person's coming from. And I'm just going to show them as much appreciation as I can. And I just laid it out there. And the response was... Not pretty. Not pretty. I don't accept your appreciation. And I still want all my money back. And it's your fault. And 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 you can reimburse me for my time that yeah. it took me to do all this. It anyway. Was... But, but the lesson I learned from that was... I, 
somewhere inside, I didn't really appreciate her. I didn't really want to share. I wanted her to, or them, sorry, I didn't mean to use pronouns there. Um, not that it matters. It was a but her. She I, did. <laughs> I was trying to keep it as um, vague. As vague as possible, but I, keep going. Here we go. I'm not going to use any names. You're narrowed but... down half of the population, <laughs> approximately. So go ahead. Anyway, I realized I wanted them to respond and show me appreciation. I wanted them to, to see how nice you were. Yeah, and to validate me. And I'm like, well, that's not wasn't the purpose. The purpose was I understand where they were coming from, why they were frustrated, and I was trying to do something nice, and it was not received. So. All that to say, this week mm-hmm. was a little bit tumultuous because yeah. we have a lot of big changes going. Like you heard us talk about last week, when Facebook turned our ads off, we said we pivot. We know that what's meant for us cannot pass us by. Mm-hmm. So we switched over from our Facebook free group to now we have an off social media free community where we're building up um, a, a valuable place to connect online. But new things take time. Mm-hmm. It's taking a while for us to figure out how to make that an engaging community. So we've had that going on. And then that one customer, I mean, you would have thought it was the queen of England that was <laughs> so upset, but it really got to us. And anyway, after that happening, it just, there were so many different things. And I really was feeling like I'd kind of burnt myself out. And then stumbling upon that blog post from four years ago of that fired up version of Sylvia that was just raring to help people and chomping at the bit to create uh, results for people and to help them manage their mind. It was such a cool feeling to be like, we got to keep going. Mm-hmm. We got to manage our mind a little better here. But and we're going to keep going. Would you argue it's possible that the four year ago Sylvia was more focused on the fulfillment side or, or at least the feeling of f- fulfillment? Ah, that word. <laughs> funny because i hadn't created that much achievement that's so, what i'm saying like like so, so that, that version be, of you maybe um you're imbalanced a little bit on you're more focused on the I other want, side i don't know but i was hungry for the achievement yeah but i definitely did value i knew the priority of feeling good and you would think mm-hmm. we would too because we've created a podcast about it for this long but yeah. i think even we are human and can fall into that weird pattern of it's that weird normalization you start to normalize and then mm-hmm. it becomes almost blind to you it's how, just, how good you have it or uh-huh. how much good you've created uh-huh. um yeah and i think that's what the idea of fulfillment it's this idea of gratitude or appreciation but a living prayer of that of like mm-hmm. in the moment i am so appreciative of what i've created and what i've uh, designed here and and how good I feel it's like that moment by moment fulfillment it's not just like a one time at the end of the day sort of thing I don't know I don't can't honestly say if I feel like I was lopsided with fulfillment versus achievement then mm-hmm. but I do know that I um I would have I would be very happy to know what I've created at this yeah. point like yeah. I remember laying my head on my pillow four years ago with the feeling of I'm just not doing what I want to be doing. I'm, mm-hmm. I haven't created the results that I know I can create. And now I don't have that feeling. I do have a feeling of like, what am I going to do next? I'm hungry. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But it's from a place of uh, icing on top, cherry yeah. on top. What mm-hmm. else are we going to put on top? Because mm-hmm. uh, the nudges and the things I've followed from creating Lifted were created from a place of very deep and dark suffering. So whether it was panic attacks, um, you know, really awful anxiety and, um, basically those from that really dark place, 
I feel like there's been this level of, of triumph that no one can take that yeah. I've overcome. And so like, that's why I say anything else is just the icing on top because I have this very deep knowing of, um, I've overcome this and I'm here to help other people do it. And I've done that and I'm going to so, keep doing it. So that's key right there. That's why, um, it's so personal for us when people reach out to us, we always come from that point of view of empathy. Mm-hmm. Of We've been there. I know what it's like to struggle. Be, yeah. And that, I, I don't like saying the word struggle because I do believe it's a choice, but I know what it's like to choose to struggle. And I know what it's like to be on antidepressants and not want to be on them. Like I know you all those saying things. It's a choice to struggle mm-hmm. is from your point of awareness. Yes. From your point of experience. Yeah. I, I don't like to use that word in my vocabulary because I do believe it's a choice. And when I say I'm struggling, I always say I'm, I'm choosing to struggle because that's how I get out of it. Because mm-hmm. it, when I use it as I'm a victim of struggling, then it feels like, yeah, this sucks. And I want to get out of this and I wish I could. But when I say I choose to, it helps me to not struggle. Anyway, I'm just trying to think about it from a standpoint of someone who's struggling. It doesn't seem and that way. Yeah. Well, they, it's not that way for them yet because their experiences or their awareness has not opened right. it up to that point yet. And so for them, it feels very dismissive or condescending. I, I see that. I could see how someone would take that. that. That's how I was able to break out of it because mm-hmm. I was like, this is my choice. I'm doing this to myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't have to do it anymore. Well, let's talk about why yeah. that is real quick and mm-hmm. then we can go back. You were saying your mentor, Jesse, is very, very good at feeling really excited for no good reason at all or he can pump yeah. himself up yeah, yeah and i was saying that i kind of can relate to that mm-hmm. like i can feel my mind going fast in the direction of momentum and i can suddenly be very very excited about an idea that was just a baby idea but now it's I've, i have all these different mm-hmm. uh, directions i can take with it and it's based on the premise that i know that how i feel is an indicator of how i'm thinking I don't look outside of me or I know that, that, that I can look outside of me, but that's not actually how feelings are made. It's mm-hmm. from a very deep knowing that all feeling comes from within. No one can feel anything for you or make you feel anything at all. Correct. And so instead, feeling comes from thinking and believing certain thoughts. And that's why we talk about the power of meditation, because you can go into your meditation, think about how great it would be to feel xyz ahead of time your body doesn't know the difference between a real and imagined event suddenly your body's like whoa this these great things are happening and your body has an elevated emotion energetically and and it's pulsing through you Mm -hmm. and so that is the power of thoughts and feelings and so the idea that struggling is a choice means that i fully accept that my thoughts create my feelings Mm Now, I've talked about it again and again. There are various ways to help yourself think more positively. I believe the food we eat, the people we surround ourselves with, the sleep we get, the quality of our gut health, the stress of our lives, all of these things do impact how easy it is to think positively. It's not just a standalone thing. Think positive. Yeah. There's so many factors that make it easier or harder to think positive. They're all momentum boosters. They're all pushing you in that direction. All the things you listed are things that propel you in that direction. So when you say to struggle is a choice, you are saying, I understand that I am thinking these thoughts and I am causing myself to believe them and feel this way. Correct. Full stop. Full stop. So not that someone else has a full awareness of that. So when they don't know that and they were taught like, uh, for instance, when I taught at a preschool uh, a long time ago before I knew any of this stuff, we were trying to build up emotional intelligence and we would have the the, the kids say to each other when they were upset, like, you made me feel blank. Mm. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. That's like the biggest mistake of my life. Uh-huh. Uh, probably not. But um, basically this idea that you made me feel blank when you said this, did mm-hmm. this, took my toy. When really, now we know no one can make you feel anything. Yeah. You create the feelings based on what you think and believe. Mm-hmm. And so for that customer who was really nasty and rude, I know that I was thinking and believing that's not fair. I'm misunderstood. You're not even trying to give me a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. I want to help you. Why won't you accept my help? Why would you be so, what happened to you that would be so like, you know, this, it's what I made it mean. Yeah. It, so, so that was the point I was getting to was that we're so empathetic for them that we actually allow their, their frustration, their feelings to affect us when that really has nothing to do with us. That's, that's their. And it's not even honorable. Because we're not able to serve when we do that. Right. We're not able to help the customers who are ready for our help, Mm -hmm. who are waiting for us to help Mm -hmm. them. We are burning out and fizzling and giving our energy to someone who does not want our help. Exactly. And so a lot of lessons woven in there. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to do with achievement and fulfillment, but it kind of does because... But it's easy to look back a few days ago when that happened and appreciate that. That really opened up some issues that that i was struggling with you know like like the example i gave i i really wanted them to validate me and say thank you so hard thank you so much (laughs) thank Thank you you so so hard hard. (laughs) thank you so much for for uh for reaching out to me and and, and explaining it that way but that's not what they did no but but that was a great lesson for me like i i needed something externally or i thought i did to validate Mm -hmm. what i was doing and that's not right Mm -hmm. just me doing it is enough i don't need external validation Right. And it's also an indicator that you're not validating yourself enough. Yeah. So that's, there's always so many lessons hidden in there. It reminds me of the saying, what's in the way is the way. Mm -hmm. So it feels like an obstacle, but really it's just another indicator of where you can love yourself more and and do some deeper healing. Whew. Okay. That was a doozy of that was a a hot mic there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I got got excited. Okay. We're going to wrap this show up. If you enjoyed the show, let us know, reach out, leave a comment. Even just if you've already done that before, it it does help us a ton to keep us inspired and to know what is providing value for you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on the Lifted Life Podcast.